He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> Big deep breath. Hi. Nice Hi. haircut. Oh my god, thank you. I'm not a blonde anymore. You know what though? Because Jesse here used to be your kind of blonde and for the law, like your old blonde. And for the longest time, I was like, you know, Jesse, you're getting a little bit older now. Like maybe let's ease off of it. He was like, never. Now look at him. They're not the better. Really, you know, blondes really do have more fun. That's what they say. So. Well, we're still blonde, Lemon. It's just dark blonde, dirty blonde. Sure. No, I'm fully brunette, but go off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't you like our microphone just for you? Oh, it's gorgeous. So let me tell everyone who we're talking to, if you don't know, by the hair, the lemons, and the voice. Lemon brought the zest to the first season of Canada's Drag Race. Originally from Toronto, Lemon lives in New York City and was chosen by RuPaul's Drag Race winner, Sasha Ballour, to be one of the models in her New York Fashion Week collaboration with Opening Ceremony. Ooh la la. And now Lemon wants to bring the NYC drag scene influence to Canada and let the world know she's not only that bitch, She's that Canadian bitch, Lemon. Yes! Hi, that's me. <laughs> okay, so Jenna and I are secretly fangirling right now because we're not just saying this. You were our favorite the whole season, and I know it's not over yet, but who cares about who's left? We've got our money on you to win this whole thing. Thank you. I mean, who knows? Maybe I still will. Well, you, I, I think you won over a lot of fans' hearts, though. You were incredible. The moment I absolutely felt, and I don't get starstruck very often, but right now I'm a little, you know, a little shiny because I went to school in Alabama, and the way that you did the pageant challenge, I was sitting there the whole time watching. I'm like, why has no one else done this? Why is no one else taking this approach? But the Southern Belle, you actually made me forget that I was watching the Canadian version because I was like, oh, she must have grown up in the South. <laughs> I love pageants. I've been doing pageants my whole life. I love them <laughs> so much. And the walk with the hands out, the pageant hands. And oh, it just, I, 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 I watch a lot of pageants. I love pageants. I've always enjoyed like Miss Congeniality and those kinds of, you know, comedy versions of, of real pageants and toddlers and tiaras was my favorite show and and so as soon as they said it's a pageant i was like oh well this is my week then let's go yeah you embraced like the good honey boo boo <laughs> you know with and the, the big... bad and the bad exactly <laughs> but even when they were giving the judges critiques and stuff you stayed in character you had your arms out like none of the other <laughs> girls did that and that is what made me fall in love with you is that your attention to detail is like no one else has it even in the workroom even in your confessionals you always had a little lemon here a little yellow there and it did not go unnoticed so branding 101 <laughs> and where does that where does that discipline come from dance competitions for sure i, I grew up being a competitive dancer and and it's it's very that it's 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 attention to detail at a hundred. You know, if your comp bracelet's on the wrong bracelet, you get docked a point like on the wrong wrist. Did I say that? I don't know. But moral of the story is it's just very very intense, and you have to pay attention to like all those details and and the tiniest little thing will will trip you up and take your points away from you. And and so I've learned to not make those little mistakes just because it's you know such an important thing. 
Right. And you went through many, you won a lot of challenges as well. You were actually, (laughs) you were actually on a real high before you got eliminated. What was it like to be on that emotional roller coaster? Unlike Boba, which we love her, but she's just kind of coasted. Well, you know, honestly, it's, I think on Drag Race, you kind of have to go into every week as if like nothing has happened before and you don't know at all what's going to happen after. You just have to take every single week and make every week your bitch. So, so it's very much like if I, if I won something or blah, 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 I still was very much in the mindset of like, that doesn't mean anything. You can still go home at any moment. You can still, so every challenge, every runway, you still have to like bring, bring it, you know? Right. Even when everyone was hating on you. (laughs) They were picking on you, your friends, your girls, they were picking on you. You know what? You have to say someone's name though. And I think, uh, I think part of it did come from the fact that like, I was the only one that they didn't know. So it was kind of easier for them to be like, oh, well, we don't have like this long lasting relationship. So I can throw her under the bus because, you know, like we don't have the like history. Whereas like, if it's someone with history, you kind of do start like a feud where like the sissies the sissies were never gonna say each other's names (laughs) yeah i I mean exactly and it's you know the the sissies are too much lemon we started a drinking game every time we heard that goddamn word sissy we took a shot we barely finished an episode we were so snapped i don't even remember watching that episode (laughs) honestly i love that i love the sissies so much i was an honorary sissy for sure well speaking of which i noticed because i follow you all on twitter that ilona did a tattoo on herself she did (laughs) your name and a lemon so a lemon with a little lemon on it she sure did you know honestly so i mean i've said it before but alona and i did not get along for the first few weeks of the competition i don't know what it was but there was just like this wall up between us and we i you know we we just didn't connect we didn't make friends we didn't and honestly like i can't really say that either of us was like indefinitely pushing for it either so we kind of just had this thing where you know i just she was in the room and i was in the room but we were we weren't in the room together if that makes sense and then it was that fight and we were sitting in that untucked room and she said oh well i just you're you're everything i want to be i'm jealous of you and i was like but alona like i'm jealous of you i'm like your costumes are flawless your makeup is perfect i'm like i want to do what you do so so we both are like that you know and and i think that it took us both like breaking down that wall and saying to each other like, oh, well, you know, just because I thought this doesn't mean it's true. And, and, you know, really getting to know each other deeper than uh, being in the room together was, was what really made us friends. And, And I think we both opened each other's minds up a little bit in terms of like not judging a book by its drag. <laughs> right. And you guys were very, you were, you were both very close in age as well. And you were some of the younger queens. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like a bit of like, you know, that little like bratty sisterhood thing where you're kind of buttheads at first. I mean, I was talking about this with my best friend. You always have a story about your best friend where at one point you didn't like her. For sure. Yeah. And then for sure. And and me and Alona are very bad. Like we, you know, immediately looked at each other and thought like, oh, we're not going to be friends. And then like, once we got to take a second and like actually talk, we were like, oh, you're actually dope. Like you're so funny. You're so cool. And and we got to like really make, you know, a long lasting friendship and now I'll be on her body forever. So nailing right. us. Maybe she likes you a little more than a friend. 
<laughs> Hopefully, honestly. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. A lot of gay male relationships start that way. Who's that new bitch at the office? And then you end up being best friends, right? So it's kind of that. Sure. But speaking of jealousy, do you think there's a little bit of that from the other girls? And I know nobody likes to go to jealousy because it sounds like an excuse or like you're conceited, but... I really think you're a cut above the rest. And so maybe they were a little bit jealous thinking, oh, who's this bitch from New York? You're the youngest, you're very good looking. I do think maybe there was a little jealousy. I mean, uh, I'm sure that that had to do with it. I also, you know, a lot of the like mini challenge wins and even the acting challenge win that I had had previous to that, like those girls weren't in the room for. So, you know, all they really see is me being, you know, funny little, Hunty reads every now and then but like you know in the workroom you're not you're not pushing yourself to be like the best in a competition so they don't really get to see that side and then all of a sudden I win and then I win again and then I win again and they were probably just like what is she doing in there like that's earning her all this win like you know so so on top of probably being jealous they, they don't know my drag really from that moment you don't get to see everything even watching back now I'm like oh my god she's hilarious or like oh wow like that was so funny in this mini challenge because we don't get to you know always see everything and and so it I guess that has to do with it but I also think it was is partially like I was winning a lot and they were like get her the fuck out of here <laughs> Right. I think it's only natural in a competition for everyone to have their own moments of jealousy. Sure. Yeah. You know, sure. that's just a, if you're not a little bit jealous, then I think you're not doing something right. Cause yeah. Why her? what's going to make you want to beat them if you're not jealous of what they have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and it is like, honestly, like it, drag race really brings your demons to the forefront. Like you cannot hide from any of those negative emotions. If you feel any of them, even for a second, like you can see it on your face and everyone will know about it. So you know, you'd really like, it's, it's the most intense thing I've ever done. It's the most like insanely difficult thing I've ever done. And I think that like, you know, we, we kind of deserve a little leeway for going a little crazy because we had no choice. <laughs> right. No, I've loved this season. Like, I think it's incredible. I think any Drag Race fan needs to watch the Canadian version. But one thing that I've noticed is that a lot of you are outspoken against any hate directed towards any other queen, regardless I mean, of what goes on. I think it's just stupid. Like, I don't, you know, I, I, I think, so I think that Drag Race has kind of conditioned people to be, to look at drag as if it's a competition, always. So when you even go to see a local show, there's like these, you know, gays sitting in the back with their arms crossed thinking like, oh, well, she doesn't have this and she doesn't have this and blah, blah, blah. And Michelle Visage would say, well, I'm like, girl, drag race is a competition, but like life drag is not a competition. There's no need. If you don't like someone, there's, there's no need for you to like really even give a fuck about it. So like if, if you're, you know, if you, if you're, if you liked me better than another girl, that's great. Why would you send that person hate when you could just send me, oh, I really liked you in this week? Do you feel like the same I, way about the judges that are getting a little bit of heat as well lately? 100%, 100%. Because at the end of the day, they were paid to judge us. That's their job. So they're doing their job. And if they were, you know, sitting every single week just saying, oh, you look so pretty, then what kind of a fucking competition show would that be? It wouldn't be very good. Simon Cowell, fucking 
Michelle Visage, Santino, like these people have all said, you know, harsh things. It's the nature of reality television and it's what we all signed ourselves up for. And on top of that, like knowing the judges and being in the room with them, they were incredibly supportive and they were very, very kind. And they, you know, they were very conscious of what they were saying to us and, and they were trying to make sure that we grew as artists and that our drag was represented the best that it could be on television. So, you know, if, if you don't like a critique or two, that's fine. That's the nature of watching a show. How many times have you sat and watched, you know, American or Canadian Idol and thought like, oh, I actually liked this song better. Right. Like, it doesn't mean you then send death threats to the I know. And we've been watching and we played extra attention to the judging uh, the last episode we watched just because we're wondering because we didn't feel that like Simon Cowell mean. We thought every single critique. Yeah, was very um, constructive. If anything, Michelle Visage said meaner things M- than Michelle, JVC. yeah. So I'm so exactly. confused why the Canadian panel of judges are getting so much heat. I mean, I think part of it has to do with that it's a, a queer person of color giving critiques to your favorites. And you, a lot of people I don't think are looking at it from, you know, the the point of view that they should be. And they're just thinking like, well, how does he, he's not qualified to blah, blah, blah. I mean, well, if he wasn't fucking qualified, he wouldn't have been hired, don't you think? Right. Yeah. Like, clearly he is qualified and we have chosen him to be qualified in this field. So here we are, dolls. He's the judge. You're not. End of story. Like, yeah, but I think, you know, you hear, you hear anyone talking about your fave or your, you know, your, the person you liked the most. And when they say something negative, it's really easy to be like, well, you're an asshole. But like, no, you're not. And also you know, doing well on the show or not doing well on the show and then doing well in real life are two very different things. So it's not like, you know, it's not like someone telling me, oh, you're in, I don't know, your makeup looks like shit today. It's not like that happens on the show. And then for the rest of my life, my makeup looks like shit. Right. Like Nobody's still reality, talking about Clay Aiken from American Idol. Okay. Like, <laughs> exactly exactly i mean except for, when we, except for when we matched on tinder a couple years ago but that's a whole nother story <laughs> we have time for it lemon we have time for it <laughs> i mean that was the end of the story i was like oh, okay. I play Aiken, and then we never <laughs> well i do want to ask about your dating life but i am i'm glad you pointed out that drag is not a competition in the real world because i feel like gay culture is so competitive and so judgy that sometimes yes. people do get caught up in losing sight that it's an art like stand-up comedy you don't always like every exactly. comedian you know but it's art so thanks for uh, reminding everyone of that and, and like you are welcome to like dislike any of the queens that i'm not saying that you have to you know, love every one of us and blah, blah, blah. I'm saying if you don't, that's chill. Don't tell Just, them. Like, right. Or, or like if you, if you really must, it's, it's not evil to send like a creative like critique and just say like, oh, I really loved you. I lo- also loved when this person did this. And like, I would love to see you, you know, exploring that as well. But thank you so much for entertaining us. Like that is also not, you know, yeah. insane to me but like what is insane is sending death threats and fucking telling people that you hate them like bitch you don't fucking know them you saw them for right. 15 minutes on a television show like right take a 10 deep breaths and keep scrolling down yeah, yeah. for real i mean if there were because also like everyone's done and said shitty things that they've felt bad about later or maybe not but like everyone's done and said things that you know made mistakes it's like if i only had those 15 minutes of you would that be your full character? 
No. No, not at all. Not even close. You think of that phrase, walk a mile in my shoes, right? Like the people that critiques like, bitch, you get up here. Could you do this? No, they probably couldn't even do the heels up. It's very that. So it is very that. And it's always the ones like the people who, uh, who love you, you know, don't hear from nearly as much as the haters. No, exactly. And, and yeah, so you just have to keep that in mind, I think. Okay. Dating. So we know Ilona or Ilona. Yeah. We know Ilona has a crush on you because you're now on her body forever. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about Rita's crush? Oh my God. Me and Rita had this like going for the whole season. I don't know how it only just made it in, but yeah, we love each other so much. I love Rita. Is the crush mutual? Oh my God. Absolutely. Stop. Line a drag race season one romance. Oh, yeah, we're the new Brangy. The new, yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, you heard it here first. Did, yeah. You did get to work with a lot of the queens because you guys had a lot of challenges where you worked together. Uh, who was the one that you just really clicked with really well? Honestly, I would say Priyanka. Like, anytime I had to choose, I was like, Priyanka, <laughs> like, so. Yeah, you know, she's just she's a spark of energy and she's so much fun to be around and she's she loves drag and like that is really like that's all you is need. Is that why you like also working, have the you know? best burn on her ever? <laughs> honestly, and and what I love Can about Can you just say is, it like, for me? Because to... honestly, first of all, I should say that you have t-shirts available that have I do this the ring link on in it. my bio, the link it, in my bio. Lincoln, link in your bio, but please say it for us. We just need we need that clip. Priyanka, you talk about having sex a lot, but the only thing you're fucking is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was the moment I think I actually did fall in love with you. So I went, oh you know my what, God. Though? She is the kind of person that you can like read and like you can really, you know, dig deep and make a, a funny read about. And she just laughs it off. And, and, you know, she, and she does the same thing to me. We're kind of always back and forth like that. And and I mean, I love to laugh at myself. I think, you know, it's hilarious. I don't mind being made fun of. I, I appreciate yeah. it as long as it's a clever joke. And so, yeah. so you know, it, like that's another thing I love about her is my, my sense of humor can come off a little sharp. And I feel like sometimes if, if people are more sensitive, then I kind of have a hard time, <laughs> you know, being my, my own sense of humor because I don't obviously mean like, hurtful things. I don't think Priyanka's fucking stupid, but it's, it's it's a joke. Like it's part of the read. So Priyanka's become our second favorite because uh, it took her a while. I don't know whether it's the edits, but it's like the last couple episodes, she's really come out of her show. And it's her, her personality is just amazing. And you're right. She's a very positive person. Yeah. She's just so fun to be around and she's so, you can see it like it comes through on on camera i find because she's just so like effervescent and and so yeah she yeah. is fucking stupid so, so that <laughs> that bitch so no you're that bitch lemon oh. so let's talk about that twin challenge because i think you had it harder than any of the other girls you had your twin had a witch nose he had a full beard we could go on oh I, i'm not i mean i'm being a bitch but like it was a hookish nose <laughs> It wasn't the most perfect little nose. It's, he had a masculine Mas- nose. You. Okay, whatever. Jennifer. We definitely had different features, but I had so much fun working with Lime. She's she's an angel, and and we like learned a lot from each other. And I thought she looked stunning. She so. did by the end. But my point is, um, you had the longest distance to travel. I think <laughs> with yours, so you did a really good job. Thank you. She did have a full beard. She had more body hair than I can physically grow. 
on her <laughs> own. So like, it was very, you know, I yeah. was like handed her a razor and was like, I'll see you tomorrow and you'll crush <laughs> the baby. Like, and so, yeah, it was, it was, you know, rather- It was a very think, touching challenge. I was a It puddle. really was. I was a puddle. I was crying. It was such an incredible challenge. And, you know, that's something that happens in all the drag races. They, it gets to that point. But if I was to be in the competition, I would hope to make it that far because mm -hmm. that's the moment you actually get to not only make a difference in you and the other queen's lives, but a whole Definitely. other group of people that you've never met before. Exactly. And it was an honor to be a part of it. It was an honor to go home for that challenge because, you know what, like, uh, you can't really like it puts into perspective how silly a drag competition is in the, right. in the real world so to go home on that was was a very nice reality check and i i you know i, I might be bitter forever but i, I really can't be upset about it. <laughs> no you're just a little sour yeah exactly nothing a little sugar and a shot of vodka will help with <laughs> exactly so what we're talking about is because all the people you were matched up with for the twin challenge were from the rainbow railroad which if you didn't watch that episode why are you listening to this but we won't complain <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so they were all people that had been refugees from other anti-lgbtq lmnop countries that were that had come over to canada Right. So really cool, really cool. And they'd never done drag before. That was what I thought was never so cool. Never done drag, never walked in heels, never even, you know, honestly, a lot of them had never even really felt comfortable, like being visibly queer. And, you know, there was some really special moments about um, being able to like hold hands with your partner and, and just how much that meant to them and, and how like, honestly, how overlooked that is for people like us who are so privileged to be from Canada and, and to be, you know, so visibly queer um so it was just it was a beautiful time it was it, I'm like very thankful that I made it that far so that I got to really really experience it but it's amazing that it gets to be shared so I'm happy that everyone got to watch the episode and well well that was like so much right every I guarantee that every even this guy made of stone with too much Botox cried leaked a little bit I won't that say much. cry he just leaked a little bit um but that was the most meaningful challenge for you what was the most fun challenge and which one was your most difficult one that you're glad it's over and never want to do again? Um, honestly, I don't think any of them I would never want to do again. I had so much fun and like, I love, I'm like made for competition shit like this. Like I love dance competition and like drag competitions. I, I, I have so much fun doing them. And, and, you know, I, I think that also comes with, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid to lose them because I know that, you know, winning is not like the only prize. So I, I very much enjoyed myself and I, I loved having the challenge of week after week of, you know, creating something insane and, and the time constraints and all this. And I, I really enjoyed it. So even that heritage minute one, that one was a little <laughs> for me. Oh no. Like I had so much fun. My, my team was so great to work with. And like, we had like, we had such a great time reading the lines and laughing about how stupid they were. And, and <laughs> you know, I mean like it's, we're not creating high art in documentary films. We're just having fun and being queer and like entertaining people. And, and that's what I love to do. So so I wouldn't say anything was like so hard I'd never want to do it again. I will say writing the lawyer challenge with Priyanka, that was really difficult just because it was so much work and like you start with nothing and have to create like a whole commercial and the time constraints are just crazy. So that one was probably the hardest, but I think the most fun would be the 
pageant. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? We could tell watching that you were having so much fun doing the time. It's completely contagious. But you know what? Now Jenna loved the lawyer challenge so much. I do. When I call her, she answers the phone. Hello, I'm splitting my kitty. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever gotten so litty? You're splitting your kitty. There you go. Oh, I just can't. Oh. You know, on your episode, though, uh, the real person that should have been voted off was not you. It should have been Brooklyn Heights orange wig. The hell was that? What was that know. wig? I thought she was so good in the movie Leprechaun starring Jack. <laughs> exactly. So. We couldn't believe it, that wig. <laughs> oh, my God. It's She's going to listen to this and DM me like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell her. Call us. We'll talk about it. Yeah, okay, come on. <laughs> tell her to do this. Defend it herself. But here, now I'm being one of those trolls who would never wear a wig, but I'm going to criticize. Oh, well. <laughs> I still love her. Uh, what's coming up for you next? Are you in, you're, are, you're not in New York now, or are you? No, I'm in Toronto. I'm with my family right now, just Great. outside of Toronto. And I'm, I'm loving it. I'm very happy to be home. It's very nice to be with my family. I moved away when I was 19 also, like on my 19th birthday. So what was that, last year? Uh, well, tomorrow's my 25th birthday. <laughs> so, so I was in New York for five years. And, and you know, it's, it's, I find it's very, very, very nice to be back with my parents. And like, I feel like a teenager again. It's great. Um, what's the deal with COVID and like, are you going to return to New York? Cause I guess that's got to pose a lot of difficulties I mean, for you. COVID obviously is, is a big problem, but I, my biggest problem is just the United States in general. So mm-hmm. when they elect a new president, maybe I'll head back there for a bit. But as of right now, uh, I don't think I want to stir the economy at all. So, right. Do yeah, you think that you can have as illustrious of a career in Toronto as you can in New York City? Oh, yeah, bitch. I'll be international for sure. And and Toronto and I think Canada is like really stepping their pussies up with drag. And, and drag is thanks to Canada's drag race, but also just in general is, is becoming a lot more mainstream and is, you know, uh, kind of everyone's talking about it. And I think that I think that it's it's nice having Canada's Drag Race because obviously not every drag performer aspires to be on reality television and, and they shouldn't. Like, I think this is, you know, not, not for everyone, but it is nice that some people will have uh, Canada's Drag Race to aspire to because obviously before Canada's Drag Race, Canadian drag artists were kind of just, you know... Looked over. Yeah, exactly. And now they have their own platform and, and, and they can really aspire to be you know, uh, drag race polished, which, you know, again, is not like the end all be all of drag for sure. And there's lots of, of ways drag performers can make themselves mainstream and, and, you know, be, be incredible at what they do, but it is nice to have kind of this, you know, format for Canadians as well. But now do you find that you've, uh, you've achieved this new level of platform, I guess, after being on Canada's Drag Race, that people are asking you what tips you have for people who are just starting out and things like that. And you probably want to say, stay home, bitch, because I'm not done. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I don't feel, you know, I don't feel threatened by anyone ever. So Good. like, I, I'm not, you know, I think every single person has something very special to share. And I think especially if, if you're a drag performer, you really, really have to find like your own voice and your own kind of thing. And I think like, you know, me and Jimbo both do the most opposite things in the world and are 
fan bases still overlap. Right. But you know, it, it, that, and that's amazing and that's wonderful, but I, I can't be threatened by Jimbo and Jimbo can't be threatened by me because we, we don't even play the same sport in theory, you know, and we can both have, you know, illustrious, fantastic careers because we both are just expressing our own personal identities. And that's what I think drag is. It's just like an expression of your like deeper inner queer self that just needs to like come to the, I used to say lemon had to happen so that I would shut the fuck up. Like that's, <laughs> You Maybe know, I should develop a pers- drag uh-oh. persona as well. Honestly, I, I, I recommend it for everyone. I feel like it's like your inner soul just needs to like have a visual, I think. And and I was always so like crazy with how I dressed and I was always, you know, trying to show, I don't know, like trying to express something. And I always just felt like, you know, I had to be this and I had to be this. And then Lemon was born and now all of a sudden, like, you know, the real me can also like take a chill and be like, okay, I don't need to be like on level 10 all the time because that's not me either. Like I, I am, you know, I, everyone has, has duality and has like more than one side to them. So, so it's nice that I'm able to like really express my like feminine, very extravagant, very over the top self. And then I also can, you know, take a back seat and, and just chill and be myself. Sorry, was it true? And I, because I, we drink a lot of wine when we watch the show, so as you should. Um, did is it true that you've only been doing drag for two years? Yes, it is true. But I, I mean, I've been a performer my whole life, so. right? But for young drag queens out there that want to end up on Canada's Drag Race, we're only like a year or two into it. I mean, we've interviewed some of them. Like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But sometimes you just have to jump in. Do you have any advice for them? I mean, I think it really just does come down to like, it, uh, drag is so personal. And I think when you are comparing yourself, that is like the, you know, what, what's the saying? Comparison is the thief of joy. Right. Like if you are going to, you know, look at yourself and then look at Plastique Tiara, like I'm, I don't do that. Cause if I looked at Plastique Tiara, I'd quit drag. Like she's, you know what I mean? Like there's so many people that I'm like, oh, well, she's always going to be prettier than me. She's always going to be better than me. She's always going to be this. She's always going to be that. But at the same time, like I'm always going to be something to someone else. And everyone has that quality. Everyone, you know, everyone fits in in their own way. And there's no, you know, hierarchy of, of good or bad or whatever. I think the, I think my best like piece of advice for, you know, starting out drag performers is I would just say like, be fucking nice to people, like be cool, be easy to work with, be chill. Don't be demanding, be prepared, be professional, work on your craft and do you. And that is like all you can really do. You know, I, uh, you can't say like, Oh, make sure you have this, this, and this, because it's the same, like every drag performer is so different. And like everything works differently for every person. So, so nothing that works for me is going to work for everyone else or, or whatever. So you just kind of have to like, the most important thing is like, if people like you and they want to spend time with you and they want to get to know you because you're cool and you're nice to people backstage, you'll get booked a hundred times over. I think that's a good piece of advice for anyone in entertainment, period. For sure. Honestly, in in anything, like I I think in anything, if you are just nice to people and also like this isn't, you know, when you're specifically working, like if you are nice to people throughout your daily lives and like work, really put an effort in to like not get frustrated about like being waiters and waitresses, like you don't know who those people are. You don't know who their roommates are. You don't know who their 
dads are like, you know, the, the connections, especially in entertainment are always really intertwined and, and drag queens are, have the biggest mouths in the world. If someone's a little <laughs> bitch one time, everyone's going to know right. about it. So we may not so know who their dads are, but we're open to finding out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know who their dads are. I have a list in my <laughs> Right next to Clay Aiken's number too, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have like a phone app and you just like put a picture of someone and their dad comes up. I bet your phone is blowing up because we chatted with Boa and she's like, I can't keep up with all the people that want to F me now. So I imagine uh, it's similar for you. I mean, I As he wipes I his lips. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, I'm not like, I don't particularly enjoy like the hookup culture or anything like that. I have nothing against it. And I think every person needs to express their sexuality, their sexuality differently. And, and you know, what, what, you know, I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum, but for there me, you go, Jenna. Don't worry. yeah, Thanks. for me, I just don't really like enjoy hooking up. I don't find it, you know, satisfying. I, I don't find especially it. Especially in 2020. It's the worst. <laughs> you go I mean, especially in 2020, but also just like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying I've never done it. I'm not saying I'm not right. going to do it again, but I'm just saying like, for me, it's very, you know, it's, it's more common for me to like, not. <laughs> so there hasn't been any like super fans that have sent you like, you know, or asked for like a lock of your hair or something? <gasps> well, yeah, but they just stay in the message requests and they eventually, <laughs> I'll never see them again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. Why lemon and not blueberries? Or lime. Uh, right. Well, I wanted like a pop star name. Like I wanted like a one word, like very easy to remember, easy to spell. And I wanted it to be something that like was easy to pronounce. I always like, you know, I'm also like, I can hate learning names and I'm so bad at it and I always feel terrible. So I resort to just being like, okay, baby, honey, sweetie, potato, pumpkin pie. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm always a nickname person. So I, I wanted to make sure that my drag name was something that no one would ever feel like, oh, am I saying it right? Or blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I kind of thought of lemon as like a joke and just said like to my friends, like, what are those lemon? And they were like, we don't care. Like, do whatever you want. <laughs> And then I was like, yeah, I really like it. And I think it just kind of, you know, it just, there's something, I think when you hear a drag name, like you just know, like you're like, that's, that's what I am. Like, that's what lemon is, is just, is just that. So uh, yeah, I wish there was like a more intense story of me, like sitting at a restaurant and seeing a lemon roll by in the wind, but. No, I thought you I like just, were always obsessed with lemons. Or, or like you took I mean, I used to eat them off the rinds. Like when, Oh, wow. When, when I would like get like a Sprite or there, and there'd be a lemon on the side, I would like eat the full lemon and my whole family would always be like, you are fucked because I <laughs> wouldn't even like wince. Like I just was like, mm, these are great. Like, right. I can, uh, so I mean, I did love them. Exactly. Like yeah. I do love lemons and like, I mean, they're everywhere and I've always had like yellow all around me and, and all my sports teams when I was a little boy before I started, uh, doing like before I was a dancer I was like on a baseball team and a soccer team and blah 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 and every single time the uniform is yellow wow like, unplanned wow are those lemons behind you real because they might start to stink in a couple days no they are string light lemons oh um, of course like those yeah, chili peppers so. Jenna has in her bedroom right yes they are they are very tumbler yeah. You know, I put mine next to my garlic to ward off the vampires. Right. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. 
Lemon. I'm right here to ward off fanboys. Right. <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching True Blood lately, so I don't know why that came out. <laughs> I don't know either. It's almost Halloween. So I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Um, okay. So, Lemon, you're amazing. We love you. Thank you for chatting with us. And you're Thanks always you're the number me. one in our hearts. For sure. Oh, uh, thank you. Hey, who knows? The finale's not aired yet. Maybe I'll still win. Oh, tease. Come Ooh. back from the death. <laughs> you're you're going to have to tune in Thursday nights on Crave. <laughs> See, little did you know, maybe your vampire reference was foreshadowing because Lemon might come back. Oh yeah. my God. You never know. Come back from the dead. No spoilers if you're listening, Amy. We don't know. We're guessing, okay? <laughs> That's the executive producer. Thank you so much for coming on our show. We Thank you for having me. Cheers. Mwah. Cheers. Oh, I have water. Actually, it's empty. That's all right. We'll pretend it was a shot. 